So it's time for yet another exciting edition of the Thought Police. And guess what? If you listened to us last week, you'll have remembered that uh, Kevin O'Sullivan, who's sitting here with me, was eating a fucking sandwich. Well, he's doing it again. And the week before. Yeah, and the week before. <laughs> it's becoming a fucking habit, this. I mean, unbelievable. I'm fucking hungry. I mean, do you always have a sandwich every day, then? Um, Is that what you have? Every day, but on Tuesdays, we'll have a lot to do. All right. Well, so when you're not busy, you're not hungry. Is that what you're telling me? Right, well, I'm, I fucking don't have time to sit down and eat properly, so mm. I eat sandwiches. Oh, okay. Well, it's not easy. I mean, I must admit, when I get to about the third hour of the show, I'm always very conscious of my stomach rumbling yeah. because I can't eat before the show. So I just spit stuff everywhere. We used to, when I used to do the overnight show, we used to go send out for kebabs. Um, and eat them in the studio. And eat them. Well, you couldn't take them into the studio. You'd have to, I'd have to run in and out of the fucking ops room. And you'd just take a big mouthful of kebab and go back in, you know, during an ad break. It was fucking hilarious. Have you, ever, about, have you done that bit where, where I, I mean, it, I, I try to stay away from food when you're on air, but sometimes you're hungry. And that bit where, where I've actually had a bit where you're about to have to say something, you've got a fucking mouthful of sandwich. Yeah. You have, have to scrape it out of your mouth. And you literally, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I know. There's nothing worse. <laughs> disgusting. It is really disgusting. These are the sorts of things that people don't understand that we have to put up with. But let's talk about free speech because it's something we um, talk about a lot, yeah. uh, both on your show and on my show and on this show. Um, because it's been in the news lately. Spotify, Joe Rogan, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, all of that. Jimmy Carr. Um, Jimmy Carr. Also, what about that bloke Lee somebody who uh, was Stuart Lee, was it? I oh, put yeah, t- yeah. Well, he, he pulled himself off yeah. Spotify as well. So uh, on the Spotify, I put a tweet out about him because I genuinely never heard of him, right? And apparently he's quite well known, but he's a bit of a lefty, so he's he very well known. And you'll be shocked to hear he writes a column for the Guardian. Oh, there you go. So lots of people were like, "Oh, it says more about you that you've never heard of him." I'm like, "Well, it doesn't actually. It means I've never fucking heard of him." Yeah, he's just a fucking lefty. Fuck him anyway. But the point is, the point is, so you've got Joe Rogan yeah. in America, or actually around the world on Spotify. Uh, they signed him up for millions and millions of dollars. Uh, because it is the most uh, listened to podcast in all the world. Yeah. Now, Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, uh, you got all furious because they said they accused Joe Rogan of spreading misinformation. Mm. Now, what they actually mean is he had, he had two doctors, his right. guests, right. on his podcast, and they said things with which uh, Joni... And Neil, and Neil disagreed. disagreed, right? So they want them cancelled. They want Joe Rogan off Spotify mm. because he is spreading opinions yes. that Joan and Neil do not agree with. Yeah. And by the way, fucking Joni Mitchell and fucking Neil Young, what is the basis for their mm. medical expertise? Well, they don't have they any. Say, you're spreading misinformation about the vaccine. How the fuck do you know? Yeah. You're a pop singer. Well, exactly right. And one of the things that was used as a justification for their being upset was that they had both suffered from polio or something when they were kids, uh, which many people did many years ago before there was a proper vaccine. Yeah. And so somehow, because they were cured of polio by the vaccine, they're now ex- experts on vaccinations, yeah. which is a bit like saying, because you used to drive a Model T Ford, you now know how a fucking modern Jaguar works. Well, you fucking don't, actually. Well, look, yeah, exactly. And, of course, the polio vaccine, which, if I remember rightly, is just a drop on a sugar cube yeah. and you swallow it and right. you get life well that was like a polio booster we used to get those at school didn't we that, that, yeah well that's what you that, that yeah. protected you from polio right. for life Right. that's all it is you don't even need an injection Right. it's a brilliant vaccine uh. Uh, but these cunts 
they're saying all vaccines are amazing. Yes. Well, the thing about the COVID... Well, all vaccines are not amazing, the clearly. The thing about the COVID vaccine is in the league table of vaccines, mm. it's fucking bottle of the league. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> Lasts about eight weeks. Careful, you might get thrown off Spotify well, for saying that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we are on Spotify, by the way, for yeah. anybody who's listening to us on another platform. Yeah, so I'm yeah. very pleased to say that Spotify just went to Neil Young. Yeah, OK, see you, mate. Yeah. Bye. Cheerio. Yeah. Fuck off. Look, I'm not saying that, by the way, just to clarify, I'm not saying that the fucking COVID vaccine doesn't work. No. It, it did help stop the spread of the virus. It helped us pretty much defeat it here in England. Uh, and it is going fairly good guns around the world. Mm. But you ask anybody in the medical profession, and they'll say that in terms of it, the length of its efficacy, yes. it's a great disappointment. Right. Well, also, the point is, is that, generally speaking, vaccination is something that supposedly stops you from getting a disease, right? What we know about the vaccination in this case is that it doesn't stop you getting it. It might stop you getting a more severe yeah. version of it, but it doesn't stop you getting it. Whereas if you take the polio uh, vaccine, should you need to, it means you don't get it, so right? Some vaccines are terrific. Right. The MMR vaccine is a good vaccine uh, for measles and mumps and all yeah. that. Um, but the COVID vaccine, it's not that it doesn't work. It right. does work. Mm. Uh, and it did help us defeat that, um, COVID pretty much in England. Yeah. Uh, in Scotland and uh, Wales, they're demanding to say that they're still fighting the good fight, even though... What the fuck is wrong with them? Oh, they're fucking idiots. I mean, Drakeford, fuck me. What but, an but, absolute but as maniac. Say, as I say, for, for, for Neil Young, the likes of Neil Young yeah. and uh, Joni Mitchell to say... You know, this vaccine is wonderful. It's 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 okay, but the booster, for example, they yeah. think if you've had two vaccine vaccinations mm. and you you've had booster, COVID, they reckon the booster lasts about eight weeks. Mm. Well, so a lot of people are not taking the booster as well because they don't feel necessarily that that's the right way to go. And an awful lot of people as well who have had the disease say, "Well, I've got natural immunity, and there's no reason not to say that." But anyway, even if all of those things were not true, and even if all of the podcasts that you listen to um, were exactly the same. You know, what's wrong with somebody actually discussing it? What's wrong with people going, actually, maybe here's another pl- another way of looking at it? And what happened to uh, scepticism about uh, government... Yeah, we're uh, supposed to swallow all this stuff. government propaganda, yeah. I yeah. mean, we were just talking the other week, weren't we, about how it's now been admitted by a lot of these behavioural scientists that a lot of what they said yeah. was not actually yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. true, but it was designed to make you want to get the vaccine. So we've now admitted that. So, so these great uh, former sixties uh, revolutionary counterculture. Right. Uh, Apparently, Neil Young's a right cunt, by Neil the way. Neil Young and David uh, Crosby jo- said that. Joni Mitchell. Uh, yeah, it's very difficult. It's yeah, he said he was one of the most selfish fuckers that yeah. he'd ever met. But, but you know, these used to be uh, leaders of the counterculture, yeah. the revolution against the authorities, right. and now they're saying uh, you must obey the government mm. and have your government injection. Yeah. He also, do you remember seeing, do you remember seeing that, uh, that quote they dreamed, they, they drummed up as well about the AIDS crisis, where apparently Neil Young said at one point in an interview, um, if you've got some guy um, serving you uh, at the supermarket with AIDS, you don't want him touching your fucking fruit and vegetables. Well, you know, yeah. so and he also, wasn't exactly, he, also, he didn't come out as Mr. Fucking Tolerant in the AIDS crisis. And he also advocated voting for a royal race. Oh, he did. Well, he also, he, he was amongst those who, I'm not him, and, that, by the him way. and Willie Nelson organised that thing called Farm Aid, which was done after Live Aid. But it was a very much a Republican-led story because the farmers were basically all Republicans. Yeah. And they were doing a fundraiser for them because they were getting fucked over by the government. But in America, this vaccine orthodoxy, yeah. it's like a religion. Yeah. You know, Sean Penn went on the television to say that every American 
must be uh, vaccinated uh, by law, mandatory. Fucking idiot. He's lost the plot, Sean Penn. Them think that. No, I know. And because, they, they yeah, but these are. Because viewpoint. they think, well, in their words, liberal means Democrat, though, doesn't it? It doesn't mean yeah, but that's liberal. What, yeah, but that's what they think that's the left leaning viewpoint, yeah. is to get vaccinated. And if you don't like the idea of being vaccinated, you're a fucking anti vaxxer yeah. right wing. Absolutely. Trumpian. Yeah. Right. But this is the problem. But we've got the same problem in this country. I mean, everyone here is the same. You know, if you're not vaccinated, or if you don't wear a mask, you're some kind of anti-fucking Christ if you're in the wrong room. I don't understand why people have got like that. Well, then you've got those marches, freedom marches. Yeah. There were several around the country, only about two, three weeks. Where the ones in this country, you mean? 200,000 people in then, uh, London. Yeah. There was in Newcastle, yeah. Manchester, Leeds. Um, and and uh, what very little coverage they got in the media. Yeah. Anti-vaxxers going, yeah. two hundred. They're not anti-vaxxers. No, of course not. A lot of them are actually vaccinated. They're anti-fucking mm. COVID restrictions. Right. And also, an awful lot of them, if you remember, because they placed all their uniforms, didn't they, down on the ground yeah, outside did, yeah. of Downing Street, they're all fucking nurses and doctors, and doctors, loads of doctors working yeah. in the NHS. Doctors that we know. Right. And you just kind of go, you know, that's entirely down to them. It's entirely their choice. What the fuck is the problem here? But the only thing that slightly bothers me about Spotify is that they've apparently now done away with about 100 episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast, which it suggested are the ones which are perhaps the most controversial. It's starting to buckle a bit. And they're also... Uh, he used, used to use the N-word a lot, so did he? getting attacked for that. Right. Well. well, I think he did it once, didn't he? But he used it in a way which was in a kind of context. Well, his background is he was a sports right. broadcaster. Yeah, but was he not also... Well, I haven't heard him saying it, but I'm told There's that... quite a few... Uh, N-word okay. Well, I mean, let's face it. That's a word which well, an awful lot. Really use them no, but it's a word. Insult. No, but I mean, have you heard any rap music lately? I mean, that is a yeah, word yeah, which yeah, is well, very much. That's what he said. Yeah. Well, it's very much in common usage in America for sure uh, by all sorts of people. Um, but they will claim that you know they've reclaimed the word yeah. uh, because they're people of color. But you can't say it because you're white. I mean, there's a bit of a double standard there, so isn't it? Spotify, a Swedish firm, aren't they? Uh, well, they're... apparently they're based in Sweden. I don't know if they actually are Swedish. Well, I think notionally... Yeah, I mean, in the same way that you too used to be based in the Netherlands. Yeah, well, the Netherlands is a place where a lot of people base their company because I think they've got a favourable tax regime because you too used to be based in fucking um, Amsterdam, I think, before they decided that Ireland was a better bet. Yeah, Um, well... Uh, but Spotify, to their credit so far, uh, well, they, they, I mean, they stood by Joe Rogan, but yeah. they are clearly quaking a lot because mm. it has affected their share price. Well, as somebody pointed out, you know, it's all very well when Neil Young and Joni Mitchell say we're not going to fucking play, but what if it was somebody like Taylor Swift, who's yeah. worth a lot of money to them? What do they do then? And that's when you see whether or not they've actually got the balls to fucking back What's Joe Rogan. Cansari and Megan, they, they're not, they're not well, nagging on their 18... Well, you know, we should probably get Aaron to go and help them out with the production of that podcast of theirs, because they're only doing fucking one a We've year. Done one a year. I yeah, mean, you know, well deal. done, guys. I mean, you're not fucking absolute wankers. But, you know, it will be a much more interesting scenario if, if somebody who sells a fortune for them actually says, you know what, you're going to have to stop fucking with Joe Rogan. But the essence of this round is people... Uh, like Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, and uh, and by the way, what a body blow it must have been to Spotify when uh, Stuart Lee was taking his material. <laughs> I mean, he's a fucking uh, comedian, isn't he? Yeah, Who gives well, a fuck? Well, well uh, allegedly, right? Um, anyway, uh, so that's uh, th- what they're saying is they want people. Who say things with whom they disagree to be cancelled? Yes, uh, to have their livelihoods ruined. Right, fascistic, uh, uh, anti-liberal, uh, and anti-free speech. So over here, 
I mean, although Netflix is a Dutch company, we got Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Jimmy Carr, who of course the car recently was in big trouble uh, for that joke he made during his live tour yes, about, about the Holocaust, the Holocaust right. and the number of gypsies. That were and then was that a, was, it? Wasn't a, a recording that no, he was, it was making? A recording of his live show, right? And um, it was called His Dark Material. Yes, so it's, that does what it says on the tin. Right. Uh, of course, everybody wanted him cancelled for that joke, mm. uh, and Netflix, to their credit, stood by him. Uh, but uh, they, they but he himself has even said he thinks that this is going to be the, the end. He thinks it's going to cancel his career. But I think it's quite a bold stat. I think it's uh, there's a two pronged thing he's done. Mm. He's very very cleverly uh, promoted his dark material, yeah. which is available now. Do you see that wanker Philip Pullman has said that he wants him to change the name of it because you know he's the guy that writes his dark no, no, materials. No, that's a different word, Phil. Yeah, I know. But the I point know, is, is Phil is another virtue signalling twat. He's the guy who wanted to see Boris Johnson lynched, right? Yeah. Go fuck yourself, mate. Yeah. Yours is in the plural. Jimmy's in the, uh, yeah, the singular. Exactly right. Can do about no, it. you can't change it. Um, but, uh, you know, the question about that joke is, I can't make a joke, I'm going to joke about the Holocaust mm. and all that. You know, I completely sympathise with that viewpoint and you, you might say that that joke was very inappropriate. A lot of people might find it very... Uh, offensive, very upsetting, and uh, certainly uh, it must have been hurtful to the gypsy traveller community. So you might say, well, he should never have made that joke. Uh, well, t- okay, fine. It's in bad taste, okay, no okay, question. Okay, so, okay, fine. So you cancel him, but don't right. tell me to fucking... Don't, don't cancel him generally. You know, he got up, he told a joke, uh, and uh, millions of people think for that he should uh, be he should be cancelled. Right. He should have, it, have his career taken away mm. from him. He should have his life ruined because yeah. he made one joke that yeah. you don't like. Fuck off. No, exactly right. I mean, I suppose the difficulty with all of this stuff is how extreme would you let it go? For example, I thought about this the other day. You know, Cabaret, the movie um, with Liza Minnelli, um, which is from the Christopher Isherwood play. It's a great story all about, you know, yeah, um, I'm a camera, and it's all about the Nazis and how they grew in Berlin and how they became the horrible fucking force of evil that they, they then later became. But, you know, there's some jokes in that, you know, when Joel Grey is the sort of, um, you know, is the compere, and they do these songs about Jewish people and they make fun of them, and it, and you think to yourself, it's quite un, uh, uncomfortable watching, right? And you would say to somebody who was maybe making those kinds of jokes or putting that kind of show on in this day and age, would you really want that to be going out there? The answer, obviously, has to be yes. You'd have to let it go. But at what point would you say that actually if you're playing, say, for example, to an audience of absolute fucking anti-Semites and you're making anti-Semitic jokes constantly and that's why people are going to see the show, I know that's a very different thing from what we're talking about. Yeah. But at what point do you say, do you know what? I don't think you can do that. It's a difficult area. However, Isn't it? However, I'm against regulation. I'm against regulating entertainment. Me too. I think basically uh, anybody sh- or stand-up comedians should be able to make a joke about anything they fucking want. Yeah. Uh, and if the public decide that's disgusting and disgraceful, then they can make up their own mind. And they won't be, a, they won't be doing to another tour because nobody will... Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Uh, we don't need uh, regulators uh, to treat us like children yeah. and to make this decision on our behalf right. of what we can and cannot work. but then that's an argument is it not for ha- not having any regulation well yeah it is so you wouldn't yeah, have is. so you wouldn't have the british board of film censors you wouldn't no. have any kind of regulation no. of the airwaves you well, would just let anybody mind, do I the, the film censors to decide what is the appropriate age right 
But in, in, in terms of maybe banning mm. uh, material, mm. that's up to me, not up to them. Mm. Well, I'm not a fucking kid. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, head of, uh, the current head of Ofcom. Um, but say, for example. Her name is Melanie Dawes. Uh. Melanie Dawes. Uh, she's been saying in, in response to the Jimmy mm. Carr situation, oh, I'd love to be able to regulate Netflix. And therefore, really? therefore he, she could stop us. Well, they'd love to be able to regulate well, YouTube that. as well. That. What do you think we are, seven years? I know, that is in the problem. In this country, Britain is obsessed with regulation. Yeah. You know, off comes, in my well, view... Well, big government has taken over, and it's not a good thing, in yeah. my view. Yeah. But here's the other problem, though. Um, to go back to my earlier analogy about, you know, if something is so offensive as to cause not just um, offence to people, but also maybe to encourage people to be violent against other people. And that's, again, taking us back to that incident the other week about, you know, Keir Starmer when he gets supposedly swamped and mobbed by these people. Was that as a result of something Boris Johnson said? I don't think it was. But if you were having an anti-Semitic sort of, you know, show that was going up and down the country and it was attracting people who were anti-Semitic, you might at that point go, do you know what? We're not going to put that on. Uh, and that does happen already in some venues where they'll say to maybe next time Jimmy Carr wants to play there, they might say, we don't want to put you on. That, that, that's the mar- mass market forces. Mm. I'm all for it. You know, uh, as I say, we can make up our own mind about Jimmy Carr. And by the way, a lot of people say, it's not funny. That joke's not funny. Yeah. It's not funny. Well, did you hear the response of the audience yeah. when he made it? They pissed themselves They off. thought it was funny. That's also, good. if you go to see Jimmy Carr, you know that he's going to be saying something pretty offensive. That's what he does. And, and, and you know, do, do people really think that he thinks that the extermination of hundreds of thousands of gypsy yeah. travellers by the Nazi war machine uh, was a good thing. Right. Of course he does. No, he doesn't. Of course he does. No, but it's a very sort of clever joke, which does offend a lot of people, yeah, but, but only but, but but only is... offends. But is it also interesting that he's done it that way round? Because as somebody also said, you wouldn't make that joke necessarily um, about black people. You wouldn't make that joke about Muslims. You wouldn't make that joke about other people who were murdered by the Nazis, would you? Um, or disabled people. And what would happen if you did? Uh, Do you think, I mean, he possibly well, I, I chose think, the group... I don't think he would shy away from it. Hmm. Uh, he's testing the waters. Uh, and people I think he would. I think you'd be in a lot more trouble if you said that that was something about people's skin colour or ethnicity rather than just being Jewish or being a gypsy. Uh, well, probably, but but again, I mean, you know, I'm not saying I approve of this. No. But you should be able to make whatever fucking joke you want. Mm. Uh, and then if, if it's appalling and disgusting and distasteful uh, and upsetting, then people can make up their own minds. I'm quite surprised. Never, never buy your material again. Don't want someone else deciding what I can mm. and cannot watch. Yeah. Uh, and what I should and should not find funny. And what, yeah. That. No, I get that. that. No, I get that. And yeah, I think we're, that's... We're infantilised as a nation. Yes. No, we totally are. We totally are. We'll come back to that in a minute. I just want to tell you about another offer uh, that people can get their hands on for listening to the Thought Police. It's a one-off trial offer, and it's from harrys.com, which is, of course, a shaving company, right? And it's all about travel-sized shaving. What you're going to get on this one-off trial offer is an expertly engineered shaving handle, one five-blade cartridge, shave gel, and shower gel. Uh, basically, they'll send it to you for free. All you've got to do is pay £3.95 for a delivery charge, and what you've got to do is go to harrys.com forward slash thought police and it's good stuff this as well because we've used it in the past um and uh, the shaving experience is actually pretty good yeah, Let, let's talk some more though about free speech because uh, in the end 
free speech is it's only under threat. It is definitely under threat. under threat. But isn't it also kind of insidious that it's all part of this conversation about virtue signaling and lefties versus right wingers? And if you're right wing, apparently you're a cunt and you're a bastard and you don't care about anybody else. And that's why you don't wear a mask. And that's why you voted for Brexit. And that's why you're a fucking racist bigot. Right. And that's the narrative that these people and are these, coming from. These cunts, uh, they, uh, they accuse, they go to a you and your libertarian views as yeah if, as if being libertarian is terrible right uh what, what we're for this is this is my politics of, of just this hmm. that i stand for the power of the individual over the power of the state yes simple as that. unlike the people in wales who according to mark drakeford well, right. don't stand well, for that but he says that they stand in wales for collective responsibility know, which is which is and he's like not for individuality education of the individual yeah to the needs of the state yes that's the left-wing view but also it's not only to the needs of the community such as the community sees fit it's for the needs of the community as for the politicians that see fit to fucking do it in their own image. It's fucking disgraceful what's going on. Yeah. Based on bollocks, Marxism and communism that's never worked anywhere, and yet morons like yeah. Drakeford and Sturgeon and Corbyn yeah. still believe the Marxist dream is out there somewhere. Right. Well, I mean... doesn't fucking work. The great thing about old um, Jeremy Corbyn, he's not even the nuttiest fucking Corbyn, is he? Because when you fucking look at his brother, who used to come in here, actually, he used know. to do stuff with us, because we used to think he was quite an interesting character on the, on the subject of climate change, but he's totally gone over the fucking edge now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah but like, even he's got the right to say what he says. Of course he As is. fucking yeah, crazy as he is. About, talking about free speech, you know, earlier, you know, people like to denigrate all protesters, everybody who protests against COVID restrictions yeah. and lockdowns, uh, etc. Dangerous but, people. No, no, uh, anti-vaxxers. Yeah. That's not true. You know, that, that, so, for example, the 200,000 yeah. people who marched through London a few weeks back... Uh, vast, vast, mm. vast majority of them were not anti-vaxxers. Those fucking nurses who laid down yeah. their uniforms in Trafalgar mm. Square were not anti-vaxxers. No, of course not. The doctors who were there were not anti-vaxxers. Mm. So it's the minority are anti-vaxxers. But even given that, there's nothing illegal or essentially wrong mm. about being an anti-vaxxer. If that's what you think, you have the right to that yeah. opinion and you have the right to fucking say what you think. Uh, and yet these people are, 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 are treated as being... I mean, I would take the same view that I take about everything, which is, yes, it's a personal choice. However, don't go around telling other people what to do. And I would say that goes for government ministers as it does for people who are against the vaccination. Why do you have to tell everybody else what to fucking do? It's like people... I mean, I don't particularly like seeing people wearing masks, but I'm not going to go up to somebody and go, take your fucking mask off, because that's not... You know, it's not <laughs> what we do. It's not doing that. You take your fucking take mask your off. Fucking mask well, there are some people who do that. And then, and then they take it off. Oh, you ugly bastard. Yeah, it put it back on. on. Yeah, fucking mask on. <laughs> but... I mean, Boy, but the fact the is, but there, are, but, there are, but there are people who walk around, if they see somebody with a mask on, they can take your fucking mask off. What are you doing? What are yeah. you thinking? Yeah. I can't believe how many people are still wearing them, to be honest. So I was having a debate with someone on Facebook the other day. Yeah. Said, oh, oh, yeah. I, said, you know, there's I wouldn't bother my ass having debates on Facebook. Oh, fucking waste of time. Right. I, I was having a small exchange. Yeah. She said, oh, I'm still wearing a mask. And I said, uh, well, you know, sure, why not? But... Uh, there's no scientific ev evidence to say that they work. No. And uh, she goes, uh, yeah, I know, but at the moment I'm prepared to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. What the fuck Why? does that mean? Why? Listen, you know, what, so you can walk around breathing in the wrong... There's no evidence they work, no. yet uh, I think maybe they might work. But even if they don't work, I'd rather keep it on because it means that it looks like I care. That's really what they're saying. That's really what they're saying.
Talking of caring, uh, the Oscar nominations came in uh, recently for 2022. Oh, um, who's up for it? Well, they've got... Bel- if they're saying it's Belfast versus Benedict Cumberbatch. Belfast actually sounds quite interesting to me, but it might be a bit too heavy, Somebody right? I know said it was the most boring fucking film they've ever seen in their life. What, Belfast? And, yeah, and when you get... when you get, Which is hard to do, because Belfast's quite an interesting place, I've, I've always thought. Uh, yeah, not when Kenneth Branagh was in it. Uh, but they, 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 uh, every broadsheet critic called it a masterpiece. Yeah. When they start talking about masterpieces, I guarantee you. Go that means see nobody's it. seeing it. Fall asleep. That means nobody's watching it's it, right? Boring, it must so, be so boring. the big films this year, apparently, Belfast, The Power of the Doll, fucking piece of shit, right? <laughs> fucking Benedict Cumberbatch, and and June, which is a remake of that original film that Sting was in, wasn't he? Wasn't he in June? Oh, yeah, June. I don't know if it's a remake. Yeah, is, it, is it? Or maybe it's about something came, else. Came and went. So, 23 categories. Um, it was all announced in Los Angeles. It's happening in March. But the point is, right, 12 nominations for Power of the Dog, including Best Picture, Leading Actress for Benedict Cumberbatch, Supporting Actress for Kirsten Dunst, and um, the Best Director for Jane Campion. It's all the same it fucking so people. Boring, it's man. turning into the BBC now, the it Oscars, so isn't it? It's so boring. Yeah. Uh, so, you've got that. Uh, so, no one will fucking give a rat's ass. Uh, the audience for the, the TV audience for the Oscars last year was like kind of through the fucking floor. Yeah. Nobody watched it uh, because they've lost all track. I started. Of yeah. Of, uh, you know, what's fascinating to people. Uh, their films are now just kind of uh, uh, homages to wokery. Yeah. Uh, it's just ridiculous. So Hollywood is killing itself. Yeah. Uh, by deciding well, I don't uh, know how any any of these uh, films are actually. Well, you know, how about this, right? Javier Bardem uh, is getting leading actor nomination for being the Ricardos. No idea. Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom. Never heard of that. Denzel Washington for the tragedy of Macbeth. Is Macbeth Black in that then? Of course. Is he? Yeah. Kenneth Branagh's Belfast gets. Um, let's see. Supporting actress for Judy Dench. Best director for Kenneth Branagh. I mean, yeah. you know. It's. A- but, you know, I haven't seen Belfast, but as I say, I've had a couple of bad reports, uh, although all the critics did rave about it. Um, always a bad sign. Yeah, that's not and, good. Uh, but I have seen Power of the Dog, fucking most boring... Well, I started watching it, because I think it's on... Is it not on Netflix? On Netflix yeah. And I literally spent about three minutes, and I thought, this is shit. I literally couldn't watch any more. It gets worse. Does it? <laughs> it's really long it's as well, isn't it? awful film. Yeah, Awful. West Side Story, King Richard, which apparently is the story of um, what's her face, Vanessa Williams, not Vanessa Williams, um, Serena Williams. Yeah, is it? Vanessa Williams was the Miss America, who was my it, first big story in America when I went over there. She was the one who. She um, was swimmer, wasn't she? Vanessa Williams. No, she was the Miss America who had to be stripped of her title because it turned out there was a lot of nude pictures of her. She, well, uh, she was stripped before. Well, indeed, <laughs> which I managed to find from this horrible fucking cool. sleazy, sleazy fucking photographer who, had, when nice she was, work. who, when she was young, had managed to convince her to get her fucking tits out. out oh fucking hell, yeah! It was my first piece for Star Magazine, which I didn't know was a, was a Rupert Murdoch organisation uh, magazine, and it was it was fucking brilliant, and it was a, one of those great stories. And then, of course, she went on to do the penthouse pictures because she realised she didn't have a fucking job anymore uh, so she went and did some proper porn um, and that was that was the beginning of her new career and then I think she turned into a singer I think she okay. became a singer right, after that right. anyway that's so you, much that's, that's my big uh, hit in America when mm. I was there uh, I went up to some place up in Washington State near Seattle oh, yeah. and it was during the OJ Simpson uh, saga oh yeah 
and uh, during it, the uh, LA. What the actual trial? Yeah, yeah. The, the LAPD were accused of racism, of institutional no. racism. No, you surprised and me. There was a cop called uh, Mark Furman. I remember him. Who was in charge of yeah. one of the investigating officers? Uh, Wasn't he the guy that was involved with the glove and all that? Uh, well, yeah, he was the one who found the glove, and it right. was like, "Was well, this is the right glove?" Yeah. This, As he planted the glove, exactly. yeah. So, I remember all that. Uh, so, uh, anyway, I was asked uh, to go up to um, Edinburgh, I think it was called, or something yeah. like that. Uh, it was this sort of fucking... Edinburgh. Little, yeah, really weird uh, little town. Yeah, in the yeah. Middle of this fir tree. Yeah. Fucking, like, something out Nice there. up there, though. just like uh, Twin Peaks. Right. Just like that. Okay. So, I got up there, and uh, basically, I'm looking for any info on that firm. Mm. And I go into the local bar and they all look at me like, hey, what you doing here, boy? Right. And all this sort of <laughs> stuff. Really fucking... Do you know, I used to tell people when I would be in places like that, I was actually from New York because they couldn't, con they could not compute that you were from London. Yeah. And you couldn't have fucking no oh, clue right. about it. Well, uh, basically, I said, uh, I said, uh, well, I've got uh, a fair few thousand dollars in my pocket. I said, not actually, but figuratively, mm. for anyone who's got any uh, information, preferably pictures, yeah. Mark Furman. Right. He was born there. Right. Where he was brought up, and they go, "You get the fuck out of here, boy! Right. You get the fuck out of here, <laughs> you fucking dirty tree! Get out of here!" Right. So as I was leaving the bar, some bloke said, "Before you do, come with me." <laughs> There's me. always somebody. <laughs> we went down the street to his house. Yeah. He said, "I went to school with him." Right. You're gonna like this. Did you get the old high school and yearbook I went, out? No, I go fucking go to his house. It was the high school play. Right. He was brilliant. Black face on. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. Fucking picture of him. Right. Looking like Al Jolson. Oh, dear. Uh, and I sold that for a lot of money. I bet you did. I mean, we ended up in some weird places. I remember going to some fucking place somewhere in Tennessee, I think it was. And the photographer that we needed to find who had a picture of somebody was also the local police photographer, right? <laughs> and he was the weirdest guy you've ever seen. He was straight out of fucking Silence of the Lambs, this bloke. And he's like, want to see something? And this was after we'd managed to get the pictures off him for whatever it was. We can't remember who it was we were doing a story on. Anyway, so he had all these fucking pictures, right, in, a, in, a, in an album. But they were all, like, accidents, like road accident pictures. Ah. And he was responsible for taking the pictures for the police, but he kept the prints. And it was, like, unbelievable stuff. It was, like, bodies cut in half, ah. you know, legs ah. missing, you know, torso, <laughs> fucking... He's, and he's like, this is one of my favourites. <laughs> and it was a fucking torso, right, with no head. Oh. And it was fucking impaled on a fence. Literally. Well, oh. no legs. Just a torso. And it had apparently come out of a car. <laughs> fucking just <laughs> straight out. The legs had stayed in the car. The fucking arms had come off. And the fucking torso had literally got stuck on these spikes on a fence. And he's got the picture of it. Yeah, no. Uh, this was a bad uh, one. I mean, yeah, no fucking shit, Sherlock. America throws out surprises <laughs> everywhere you go. <laughs> it really was fucking extraordinary. Um, anyway, I guess we've come to the end of another little um, podcast Aruno. Um, so oh, I'll be back. Uh, actually, as you listen to this, I should be hopefully in America. Oh yeah. Um, so I might have some more tales of the unexpected to tales bring you back, you because I don't really know what to expect when I get there. To be honest, uh, I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm not going to go anywhere near New York because fucking New York I seems New to York be fucked. New York seems to be fucked. fucked up, They're arresting people for going to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fucking having any of that. Thanks. You know. And then you, and you you've got to like uh, fill out forms to go into a bar. As well yeah. As a drink. So I'm told, and you have to like apparently. In some bars, I don't know if they're all doing it, you have to put a mask on, and even when you're drinking, you take it down to take oh, a drink, and then you put it back up. Off. I mean, really? Fuck, fuck has happened to America? Land of the free. Exactly. Land of the fucking arseholes.
It's terrible. It's it really terrible. is. But anyway, you'll have a great time where you're going. Yes. Uh, and uh, steer clear of Manhattan because because of our golden memories of that great city. I, think I know. I think it will. Absolutely fucking right. Well, we'll see you next week. See you next time. Don't do anything fucking stupid. And uh, we are the Thought Police. I mean, we were just talking the other week, weren't we, about how it's now been admitted by a lot of these behavioural scientists that a lot of what they said was not actually necessarily true, but it was designed to make you want to get the vaccine. So we've now admitted that. So so these great uh, former 60s uh, revolutionary counterculture. Right. Apparently Neil Young's a right cunt, by the way. Neil Young and... David Crosby said that. Joni Mitchell. Uh, yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah, he said he was one of the most selfish fuckers that yeah. he'd ever met. But, but, you know, these used to be uh, leaders of the counterculture, yeah. the revolution against the authorities. Right. And now they're saying, uh, you must obey the government. Free speech is it's only... under threat. It is definitely it's under, threat. under threat. But isn't it also kind of insidious that it's all part of this conversation about virtue signalling and lefties versus right-wingers, and if you're right-wing, apparently you're cunt and you're a bastard and you don't care about anybody else, and that's why you don't wear a mask, and that's why you voted for Brexit, and that's why you're a fucking racist bigot, right? And that's the narrative that these people and are these, coming from. These cunts, uh, they, uh, they, accuse, they go to a... You and your libertarian views. As yeah. If, as if being libertarian is terrible. Right. Uh, what, what we're for. This is, this is my politics of, of just this. Mm. That I stand for the power of the individual over the power of the state. Yes. Simple as that. Unlike the people in Wales who, according to Mark Drakeford, don't stand for that. But he says that they stand in Wales for collective responsibility. And he's like, not for individuality. Subjugation of the individual to the needs of the state. Yes. That's the left wing view. It's fucking disgraceful what's going on. Yeah. Cunt.